the dough and five O's coming up. Yeah, they gon' talk about Florida, cause it sucks. Yeah, they gon' talk about politics, news, and stuff. Yeah, they gon' talk about cause it's funny. So what? Yeah, they gon' talk about it. what happened. Seems like I might have lost my place. Well, if you're just now tuning in, the show hasn't started yet. Congratulations, you made it. So let's give it up for the Doe and 5 The Doe and 5 coming up. Yeah, they will talk about Florida. Yeah, they gon' talk about politics, news, and stuff. Yeah, they gon' talk about cousins, money, so what? Yeah, they gon' talk about it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another week of the Doe and Five O show. This it's is like the... deja vu, isn't it? <laughs> Those of you keeping score at home, this is the second time we've recorded this show today because the first time we sounded like Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to another glorious week here at the uh, Doe and Five O Show. Well, another week. Another week, yeah. It doesn't feel a little glorious to me. Glorious. All right. It's glorious. <laughs> I feel glorified. It was hilarious. No idea why. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> if we sound like Alvin and the Chipmunks this time, too, that's you're, what you're getting. You're <laughs> it's going to roll. <laughs> Uh, you guys may have noticed a new opening to the show this week. Uh, that's because it by far will be the best part of the whole yeah, show. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, Carl Rose now uh, put that together for us. He did the automations for it and the music. He did a fantastic job. So if uh, any of you there out there are business owners, uh, have any desire to reach out to Carl, uh, send us a message on our page and we'll get you hooked up with his information. He does a really good job. Yeah. Uh, he got it done pretty quick too. He's doing it for the bakery too. Yeah. He's going to, he's going to have one for us and, uh. Yeah, and he did it fast, and it was, he's very talented. Yeah, so, uh, did you, were, you were there when he said he couldn't sing. Yeah. And then he, it's like, what the hell are you talking about? I mean, he's, about? he's not as good as us, but he's, he's, no, he's almost no, there. He's, he's almost, almost there. there. We uh, can hook him up. Yeah. He can go places. Yeah. Uh, straight to the sewer if he follows us. Straight to the sewer. So. <laughs> uh, anyway, Carl, we appreciate it. And uh, seriously, if you guys are interested in it, uh, give us a shout out, and we'll, we'll get you hooked up with this did, information. Did I so. tell you when... when uh, I was listening to the whole thing. I, I sent him a text. I said, wow, you're really talented. And, and he said, well, you guys are too. I said, obviously, you don't watch the show. <laughs> he said he did. I, yeah. I'll prove to today. We'll yeah. find out. Let's see how much you really watch. So. Uh, see if you watch this, Carl. South Korean YouTuber sets his private parts on fire during a gaming live stream and gets second degree burns in the process. Have you ever done that? Uh, only one. No, never. <laughs> Uh, Shin Tai II, also known as infa the infamous Angry Korean Gamer, set his crotch area on, Friday, uh, area on fire. As I a, actually have better names for him. <laughs> as a penalty for losing Fall Guys, a Fall Guys video game, following suggestions of his viewers for a punishment for losing. Uh, the deal was for him to set his private parts on fire for five seconds if he did not come in first place for that particular round, so he went ahead and did it. Uh, at around the 3 hour and 15 minute mark of the video, which has since been taken down, so I'm sorry, I can't share that with you guys. That's too bad. Uh, which aired on YouTube back on August 6th. Uh, the, this genius stripped down to his only his white skivvies and uh, poured uh, lighter fluid all over himself. Uh, after doing that, he uh, poured lighter fluid on his crotch area and reset his timer to properly accept the penalty because of the first time he only got through three seconds before uh, being in extreme agony and pain. It, you know, putting it out. You have to admire the fact that he was man enough to accept his 
punishment, right? And redid it so that it was full five seconds. What a dumbass. Only the dedication of a Democrat would do something like that. No. No politics. No politics. Winning. No politics. Only good news. Uh, it was about that. We don't have a good news segment in the show this week, so don't get your hopes up. <laughs> because 2020 is a shit show. <laughs> there is good news. There's, there's I just couldn't lot. find any. Sorry. <laughs> there's good news here. Look at all the traffic going on. There's a lot of people there. People are doing stuff. People are going out. People are talking again. People are feeling a, a little bit of sense of community now. There's a lot of good news. Uh, the infamous YouTuber eventually updated his fans through his social media that he's that since gone to the hospital for a treatment and revealed that he actually suffered from second-degree burns, according to the report. YouTuber or not, however, people should not try this for themselves. They may end up getting some serious injuries. They really felt they needed to add that to the end of the story. Yeah. They, they really felt that they, oh, oh, by the way, don't light your testes on fire. <laughs> so he went to the emergency room. Yeah. Uh, and, and what's your emergency? My balls are burnt. <laughs> and not in the sexually transmitted disease kind of way either. No, I'll admit that man will never have sex. <laughs> well, I'm guessing if he's a YouTube gamer, he probably never has a chance having sex anyway. No, not a chance. Uh, you ever, Virtual eat, ever eat yourself some Hot Pockets back in the day, Joe? No, no, because no. Um, I'm still alive. <laughs> okay, let's be honest about the crap that you put into your body. <laughs> and still, and, I won't touch a Hot you're Pocket. Down <laughs> hot Pockets, come on. <laughs> 80-year-old ravioli, <laughs> crank her open, it's lunchtime, oh, yeah. get the plastic spoon, the dirty plastic spoon. But he won't eat a hot pocket. Come on. <laughs> well, we had a man that broke into a bank to cook himself a hot pocket. Got a short little clip for you here. He's pretty excited about it. You did that for a hot pocket? Yes. Oh, that's for a hot pocket. You broke into a bank for a hot pocket? Hot pocket. For hot a hot pocket. pocket. Hot Was pocket. it worth it? <laughs> Hell yeah, it's worth it. Hot pocket? Hell yeah. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and I, I I hate to say this again because it seems like I've already stated this. <laughs> so, I don't understand. He broke into a, the bank keeps, like, uh, um, First Bank of Burn, would, we used to have our donuts there and they would yeah. offer the donuts and you could get uh, free coffee. <laughs> they have like a whole thing of Hot Pockets there and a dirty microwave to cook them in and that, that nasty sleeve thing to put them in. <laughs> Well, apparently they do because this guy knew exactly where to so, go to get himself a hot pocket. So, so instead of going to a grocery store and stealing a box like any decent human being would do, he breaks into a bank for a hot pocket. <sighs> Probably got charged with a federal crime for a hot pocket. Was it worth it? <laughs> Hell, Hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> and hopefully this is chipmunks again. Hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> God only knows what it'll sound like. Maybe this time it'll just be no volume whatsoever. I don't know. Be the best for everyone. Uh, naked sunbather chases a boar through the park after it steals his laptop. A naked sunbather in Berlin, Germany, had a close brush with nature when a wild boar snatched up his plastic bag, which contained his computer. Much to the amusement. <laughs> Would you be laying naked any place where wild boars are always hanging out? I mean, not myself, but hey, you know. Uh, much to the amusement of his fellow sunbathers, the nudist was forced to give chase to the boar and her two piglets in order to retrieve his laptop. The hilarious image started making the rounds on social media after actor and real-life coach Adele Landor took photos of the chase at a popular bathing spot. An apparently not real good friend. <laughs> yeah. Nature strikes back, she captions the photo, detailing the man in question found in the, uh, found in the amusing incident. We'll put up a few pictures of this uh, fine physical specimen here chasing the pigs. I then showed the photos to the man. He laughed soundly and authorized me to make them public. 
It's not my nature to expose myself, but I think it's also us has funny pages and you can share them. So please stop all the negative comments, she, she wrote. Uh, Londor provided more details on the Instagram while the man was sunbathing, uh, she wrote. The boar calmly ate a pizza from his back <laughs> backpack, and then they were looking for a dessert. <clears throat> dessert. Now I'm going through puberty. Dessert. dessert. Now I'm going through puberty. It's great. <laughs> they found... <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, they found his yellow bag. It's funny how just a couple of weeks off, how bad it can really screw up uh, the rhythm that we oh, have Oh, we do this every it. week. It's okay. Worse than normal. Worse than normal. Uh, they found this yellow bag and decided to take it away, but the man who owned it realized it was in the bag with his laptop. So he's very focused on running behind the boars in order to get it back. The onlookers adored how focused he was when he came back with his yellow bag in hand, and they all clapped and congratulated him for successful capture. Yeah, go back to that picture. Um, go, uh, the boar or the naked guy? No, I... Okay, the, so other people have clothes on. <laughs> did, did you see that? Well, it looks maybe those two in that top one, maybe. Possibly you're naked. I, I don't get that. I don't get it. So... Hey, Saturday, Bob. Bob, what are you and your wife doing? Hey, uh, we're going to go sunbathe where there's wild boars. What do you say we go out there naked with our pizza in our backpack and a laptop? <laughs> Nobody does that. What a, what a crazy... I wonder if it was a real pizza or a Hot Pocket. <laughs> no, because they ate it. It was a real pizza. <laughs> Even the pigs are going, what the hell is this? Hasbro removes Troll Doll's uh, World Tour toy following complaints about its inappropriate button placement. We're going to load up a video here for you guys. This is actually one of my favorite stories. <laughs> Maybe we'll load up a video for you. Tummy, and she makes little singing sounds, and she's super cute. That's adorable. Well, I'm showing her to my husband, and I heard some other sounds that I had never heard before. And if you look down here, I figured a video was the best way. So I just touched her tummy and she's gonna sing for a minute. But down here is a button, right here on her privates. <laughs> and if you push those, she makes these sounds. <laughs> like a gasping sound. And I know some of you may not like, think this is a big deal, but especially since I've like kids, like this is wrong for one. This button, it says nothing about this button on the box. Nothing. Okay, Karen. It's <laughs> she, okay. She's fascinated by this button. <laughs> so, my question is, why were her and her husband playing with this doll? <laughs> why did they go right to this button? And why were they so fascinated in pushing the button so often? <laughs> I, my kids could have had that doll and I'd have never, ever seen that button. They went right to it. Right to it, man. Right to it. Troy Man pulls out a shotgun during an argument with his neighbors over a loud party. Out of Troy, Michigan, a drunken Troy Man pulled out, pulled out and racked a shotgun after he was told to go home and back, go back inside and mind his own business during an argument with a 20-year-old about a loud party they were having. Troy officers were called around 9.40 p.m. last Friday uh, for reports of a loud party. While officers investigated the situation, they heard a loud argument between a 20-year-old Bloomfield Hills man at, at the party and Christopher Hogarth. Hogarth, age 47 of Troy, lives in a neighboring house. The 20-year-old man was yelling at Hogarth to go back in his house and mind his own business. As officers spoke with the 20-year-old, they said they heard the sound of a shotgun being racked. There was a large police presence at the scene, including at least one marked car with emergency lights activated. Hogarth was seen standing on his porch holding a shotgun up in the high-ready position, according to police officers. When officers ordered him to drop the gun, he ignored them and slowly retreated into his house. Hogarth's wife came outside to confront police during the exchange. Hogarth eventually complied with officers and laid on the ground, but he refused to put his hands behind his back. They were eventually able to secure him in handcuffs. 
Police said a shotgun shell was found on the ground where they initially seen Hogarth holding the gun on the porch. While interviewing Hogarth, officers said they, smel they smelled a strong odor of alcohol. <gasps> he was given preliminary breath tests, which resulted in a .11 blood alcohol level. Hogarth told police he wasn't going to do anything with the shotgun. He told them racking the shotgun was for the noise only. Hogarth was charged, was charged with possession of a firearm while intoxicated. He was arraigned Saturday and released after posting a $2,000 bond. Why would he do that after the police got there? Wouldn't that just be Lick, a, sure, a sure way to go to prison for that or jail? Yeah. Idiot. You big Larry Legend, Legend fan, Joe? Yes. Love Larry Bird. Larry Bird. Uh, you from the state, the great state of Indiana? Then uh, he's probably your your French basketball lick. your basketball icon. <laughs> Guessing uh, living uh, Larry Legend uh, obviously went to school at uh, Indiana State University. Was a superstar. Played for the national championship at that small school uh, against Magic Johnson. Right. Yep. Then he went on to be uh, have great success with the Boston Celtics during his NBA career. Uh, coached the Indiana Pacers and ran the organization for many years too. So pretty vested in the in the state of Indiana. Um, great any, player. Anyway, uh, somebody. <laughs> Has found Larry living uh, Larry's uh, doppelganger. Uh, is there anything more Indiana that, than to, a tomato that looks like Larry Bird? Bird started trending Sunday after this picture of an oddly shaped tomato surfaced. Some people are saying it looks eerily similar to the basketball legend. The tomato was originally shared on Twitter Friday, but it took a couple of days for the first person to make the connection to Larry Bird. There's been no word yet from the Indiana State uh, in Boston Celtics star and his doppelganger, but the conversation on Twitter just keeps going. What do you think, Joe? Is that tomato uh, looks like looks like Absolutely. <laughs> it looks just like him. Uh, I don't know why it took a couple days, because the first time I saw it, I didn't even see Larry's picture next to it. That was Larry Bird. Larry Bird. <laughs> Drugs on a plane bound for Australia was so packed with cocaine, Joe, it was too heavy to take off the runway. A light plane heading for Australia was allegedly laden with so much crack cocaine it was too heavy to take off. The plane, allegedly packed with $80 million worth of the illegal drug, was trying to fly out from Papua New Guinea to Queensland when it crashed on takeoff last week. It allegedly had 500 kilograms of drugs on board, about the same weight as a horse, when it tried to take off from a remote airstrip near, near uh, Port Moresby. Wait, the plane can, couldn't lift a horse? Apparently. Wow. Small plane, man. It's a very small plane. <laughs> like remote control. <laughs> I think it wasn't one of them that they folded. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Police alleged the plane had already flown illegally at a low height uh, to avoid radar detection. The AFP alleges greed played a significant part in the syndicate's activities and cannot rule out the weight of the cocaine had an impact on the plane's ability to take off. Uh, Papua New Guinea constables seized the drugs last night after a six-day search in the jungle. That's dedication. Uh, five members of the Melbourne-based crime syndicate faced multiple charges for trying to import the drugs, enough for a half a million deals, and they faced life in jail. Police say they have links to the, uh, an Italian organized crime syndicate, the Queensland Joint Organized <laughs> Crime Task Force. Which means everyone's walking away. <laughs> yeah. uh, the task force traveled from Melbourne to Sydney near, near Carnes to import and collect the cocaine. Upon landing, police say the drugs were to be driven from Mariba to Victoria in the back of a truck. Um, basically, uh, they say that uh, these subjects are charged uh, among the charged for 31-year-old Aidan Coder. A Sydney man, George Mareb, and the truck driver, Osman Buttafuco. Uh, the plane's Australian pilot handed himself, in, handed himself in at the Australian consulate and was arrested and charged with immigration offense. Uh, so basically, long story short, if you're going to... Immigration offense? Yeah. Must not been from there. He's, wait, he's hauling $80 million in cocaine? That's what he got busted for? <laughs> That's kind of funny. Maybe he rolled on the other people. And, I don't and know. it was, they crashed in the jungle. Would you be anywhere near that plane after it crashed? Oh. I'd have got what I could carry out. <laughs> I would be gone. 
Uh, with current interstate travel restrictions in place due to COVID-19, the attempt to imp uh, import illicit drugs into Australia shows how, opportunist how opportunistic and greedy organized crime uh, criminals can be. Uh, Australian this is law a news flash. <laughs> yeah, Australian law enforcement <laughs> remains committed to working collectively to protect Australia, which is especially important now due to the ongoing impact of the uh, pandemic on our community. <laughs> Screw well, the 80 million in crack cocaine, you selfish bastards. You tried to do it during COVID-19. Yep. Otherwise, you'd have been fine. Well, so, that's all we got for this week in news. Uh, it's time this for this week in Florida. That's kind of like good news. <laughs> Down to Florida, we welcome you to the Sunshine State. They're kicking back and soaking up the rays every day in Florida. I mean Florida. The sun is setting over Tampa Bay. Like a Caribbean holiday Every day in Florida All right, everybody, welcome to This Week in Florida. We're going to start, Joe, where uh, some men broke into a Florida home while wearing GPS ankle monitors. Out of Hollywood, Florida, police say a group of men already on pretrial release for previous offenses are behind a string of burglaries carried out while they, while they were uh, intelligent enough to continue to wear their ankle monitors that track their location. Law enforcement officials seized more than $150,000 in cash, an AK-47, a Smith & Wesson handgun, cell phones, iPads, jewelry, designer handbags, ammunition, blank checks, fraudulent debit and credit cards, and a stolen vehicle. Designer handbags. Yeah. Well, maybe they kept their uh, AK-47 in One of these things is not like <laughs> the others. Look, you look at the list of everything else and designer... They don't look like designer handbag kind of guys. Well, you know, my grandfather, he, uh, he wasn't a designer handbag kind of guy either, but... My grandma, she always bought like the, the nicest of everything. That was just kind of how she, she, she rolled. And, uh, and she would cycle these, these designer purses out. And my grandfather believed in throwing nothing away ever, ever. And he depression would... Depression there, he, huh? Yeah, he grew up in the Depression. So he would take these designer handbags and you'd just see them all over, hung up on the walls in the garage. And they would have various tools. These are for sockets. These yeah. are for... <laughs> <laughs> that Gucci bag is where that rusty 80-year-old hammer is over there or something. Uh, <laughs> you can go ahead and take that bag with you if you want. That's okay, Grandpa. I'm just going to leave that there. I'll grab the rusty old hammer and uh, I'll be I, on my way. I imagine if you were smart enough to put those things on eBay, he probably had thousands and thousands of dollars worth of bags with rusty old tools in them. <laughs> well, then, then what would I put my tools in? I'm not getting rid of that. Uh, that brown one over there has got my craftsman hammer in it. Uh, anyway, the, these... Uh, these uh, Floridian scholars here, they've been accused of being part of a criminal organization committing burglaries, armed burglaries, fraud, gun thefts, and other criminal acts throughout Florida. Uh, they were they, they were captured easily due to the GPS monitors. Yeah, they were not why would they to... not cut them off or not? I mean, do you, do you know if somebody's tampered with them, if they cut them off? I yeah, mean, they'll, they'll get a notification. Oh, so. apparently they didn't want anyone to be <laughs> notified. <laughs> Uh, Florida man tells cops he was gifted pants by a pass passerby after uh, legal drugs were found in his pockets. That's very believable. Out of Fort Pierce, Florida, pants given to him by a passerby is the defense of Florida man used for the drugs found in his pockets. Fort Pierce police arrested 40-year-old Willie Graham after they responded to reports of a fight on North 14th Street. According to the arrest report, police arriving on scene found two men, one of which was identified as Graham and his brother, fighting in the roadway. 
When detectives were questioning Graham, he kept fidgeting with his pocket and ignoring commands from law enforcement to keep his hands out of his pants pockets, which then prompted a detective to go ahead and pat him down. Four plastic, four plastic bags were found in his pockets, two which had marijuana and MDA, and the other had two residues of an unknown substance in it. Police say Graham waved his Miranda rights and told them he and another man were not fighting, but they were just wrestling. Brother. Yeah. That's also when uh, they told police the pants he was wearing were actually not his, and they were gifted to him by a passerby. And he didn't know that there was illegal substances in his pockets. Have you ever done that? Just kind of been driving down the street and <laughs> say, hey, hey, you. You look like you could use my pants. <laughs> Uh, Graham was charged with domestic battery and drug charges, and he was booked into, shockingly, the St. Lucie County Jail. St. Lucie. That's my fave. And we're back. Florida's a a fairly large state, but yet we're always (laughs) going back to those same areas. Uh, Florida man was jailed yesterday on a felony Slurpee battery. Investigators allege that Brian Duffy, age 40, last month doused a 7-Eleven employee with the frozen treat during a 9.20 a.m. argument about the drink's price at a store located in, shockingly, Pinellas Park. Ah. Uh, is, speaking is places that the young go, man right there? Uh, that is the young man. Oh, he's a, he's a good-looking fella. Good-looking 40-year-old. Uh, according to the arrest affidavit, a surveillance camera recorded Duffy backhanding the cup full of a Slurpee drink, Slurpee drink out of the female's hands. hands. Uh, the slur- Slurpee blew, flew onto the victim's uh, person. While Duffy left 7-Eleven before police responded, the victim yesterday afternoon pointed the defendant out to law enforcement, apparently after he returned to the convenience store. <laughs> turned into the scene of the crime. <laughs> Uh, During police questioning, Duffy recalled there was previously an incident in which he was being charged too much for a drink, but Duffy did not recall knocking the Slurpee out of the worker's hand. I forgot about that part. Uh, Since Duffy's lengthy rap sheet includes a prior battery conviction, he was charged with a felony battery (laughs) for the incident. Duffy, pictured above, is being being held at the county jail in lieu of a $2,500 bond. So, they overcharged him 12 cents? (laughs) He's got a $2,500 bond to pay now. I don't think he's getting out anytime soon. And, one, one, and we've talked about this before. You're sitting in jail. You're out with other people. They're asking why you're there. <laughs> what are you in for? Felony Slurpee, Slurpee charge. <laughs> hey, I'm in for a ketchup battery. What are you in for, Pop-Tarts? <laughs> <laughs> the Pop-Tart was one of my favorite ones. There he was he was disabled, and he threw it at her and left the Pop-Tart on the ground, remember? Yeah. <laughs> Because the police came, the pop tart were still laying there. So it'd be hard to get rid of that evidence as you just cram it down your throat, right? <laughs> and, sir, was there a pop tart here and there's shit all over the sides of his mouth? <laughs> <laughs> Raspberry feeling dripping down in cheeks. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, God, Florida. All right. <sighs> Continuing on with Florida sanity, uh, Florida man stashes meth deep inside of his belly button, according to a police report. That's where I keep mine. Out of Clearwater, Florida, a Florida man has finally figured out what a belly button is actually good for. Stashing his dope. Uh, Martin Skelly, age 41, is arrested Saturday after he showed up at a Clearwater McDonald's with a loaded needle. <laughs> Everyone back off! <laughs> We've got a needle and it's loaded! Don't say what it's loaded with. But, uh, <laughs> Skelly was transported to jail where he underwent a full body search. Despite telling officers he had no additional contraband during his arrest. people that do that? I mean, is that like your job when you first start or something? (laughs) Well, I don't know. Maybe for the jailers it might be. I don't know. Ah. It's a bad job. (laughs) Uh, Despite telling officers he had no additional contraband during his arrest, the jail deputy found a baggie filled with methamphetamine wedged deep within the belly button cavity of the 380-pound Skelly. I mean, if it was deep and you couldn't see it, is that one of the places that is normally searched? I mean, do they check ear canals? And I mean, if you're doing a body cavity search, I guess if you're especially if you're a big guy, it's it's probably 
pretty far back in there. Oh, uh, according to the police report, upon finding the drugs in his belly button, Skelly responded, I was just being dumb and not thinking. Uh, he was then tacked on with two more felony charges for possession of methamphetamine. <laughs> I'm thinking of the poor son of a bitch that had to pull it out. Did he have to use like a needle nose or something and get in there and grab the baggie and Jaws pull life. it out? And then see if there was more in there. Oh, and just think about that have to hurt. Have you noticed my, my mother-in-law is sitting here through this and she's right over here on the other side of the camera and she hasn't even cracked one smile about any of the stuff we're doing right now. <laughs> well, that made her laugh. <laughs> Morons. <laughs> Uh, Florida man arrested after he used COVID-19 relief funds to buy himself a Lamborghini out of Miami, Florida. Florida man was arrested and charged after authorities say he bought a sports car with a Paycheck Protection Program loan. Officials say David Hines, age 29, was charged with one count of bank fraud, one count of making false statements to a financial institution, and one count of engaging in transactions in unlawful proceeds. The complaints allege that Hines asked for around $13.5 million in PPP loans through applications to an insured financial institution through different companies. He received $3.9 in PPP loans. The complaint says Hines submitted fraudulent loan applications that made numerous false and misleading statements about the company's payroll expenses. He then used those funds in part to buy himself a $318,000 2020 Lamborghini, Joe. Uh, authorities later seized the car and $3.4 million from bank accounts at the time of the arrest. Uh, for those of you who aren't aware, the PPP loans are designed to provide emergency financial assistance to millions of Americans suffering from economic effects from the COVID-19 pandemic. It's for the, the small business. It's supposed to be for the, for the small businesses, yeah. who mo many of them got turned down, and yet Jackass over here yeah. can, can get $3.9 million by just bullshitting his way through the, through the forum. That's, that's very upsetting. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, Lamborghinis are cool looking cars, but at my age, it doesn't even sound appealing because I, I don't. If I got down in there, I'd never be able to pull I'll, myself back I'll tell out. Tell you of what, it. I have. We've talked about. I have a. You've seen my Camaro that it, yeah. I have. It's my very first car. I still have it. It's an '84 Camaro. Has twenty five thousand miles on it. I, I, I got it. I got it. I got stationed in Panama. It got stored. Uh, I was in Panama for a couple of years. And anyway, we just ended up never driving. I still have it. Have to drive it once in a while. I can fall in. <laughs> Tell you getting all that, <laughs> and you try those doors are heavy on the Camaros, yeah. And so I try not to lean on them, so you kind of roll out <laughs> to the ground. It's, it's, I don't drive it often. <laughs> it's not getting any easier. Florida man flees crash, hides inside of a fire station with a backpack full of dope. <laughs> Dude, you'll never find me in here. Uh, out of Clearwater, Florida, a Florida man is charged with drug trafficking could have done a better job picking his hiding spot. A spokesperson with the Clearwater Police Department says Delmetrius Wilson, age 24, was the passenger at a crash on Court Street and Missouri Avenue. After the crash, Wilson grabbed his backpack from the vehicle, hit it between two buildings, and then fled into the Clearwater Fire Department Station Number 45, not knowing it was actually a fire department. A witness led police to the discarded backpack, which contained a trafficking amount of codeine, along with crack cocaine, uh, lorazepam, MDA, and marijuana. The fire department notified Clearwater PD, and Wilson was arrested on multiple drug charges. You think he, like, stood in there, if I just act real casual, they won't even know I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> well, what happened to the driver? He was the passenger, right? Yeah, I didn't say what happened to the driver. It wasn't nearly as funny. Yeah. <laughs> he got away. <laughs> Florida man driving with candle sets his car on fire. 
I feel like we've told the story like three times now. <laughs> I, I swear I've heard it before. <laughs> Out of Charlotte County, Florida, the Charlotte County Fire Department EMS has a warning for drivers. Please don't drive with an open candle. Ooh, ooh, wait, hold on. I write that down. Yes, I, I, I don't want to miss. Please don't drive. A-N-D-L-E. Exclamation. According oh, to the department. Wait, so I, a closed candle I can? Yeah, yeah. According to the department's Facebook page, the fire started with a fragrant candle that was burning in the car, tipped over onto some papers, and then caught on fire. The man wait, driving... He, he put a flammable substance underneath them to <laughs> save the, the seat. Yeah. Good for him. Uh, the man's uh, driving stopped his car and ran for a trash can to fill with water, because he's got a trash can in his car, apparently. And when he got back, the car was engulfed in flames. Fire and EMS crews said they were able to put the fire out, but unfortunately not before the fire destroyed the car. Thankfully, no one was injured. Uh, no word on what type of scent the uh, the car smelled like when oh, it was Oh, yeah. Done. I wonder it, if it smelled it is good. Almost, it is pumpkin spice season. I don't know. Oh, God. Here we go again. <laughs> I forgot about that. Well, that's all we got for this week. Uh, kind of a shorter show today. I uh, Unfortunately, was unable to find any uh, really good news stories because, you know, 2020 sucks a fat one. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I did find out it was, what, 56 years ago that the Beatles had their first U.S. tour starting in... California. Yeah. That, that, and that's the extent of our good news. The extent of the good news. <laughs> no, but like I said before, you know what? It's not all bad. Yeah. You, you look at any store <laughs> I go into now, uh, locally, not so much the other stores like out of the city, but in this city, it seems like people are friendlier. Yeah. We're, you know, we have our masks on. Nobody can understand <laughs> But everybody's talking to each other. Everyone's, it's like there's like a, a camaraderie. Uh, we're gonna, we're all gonna be okay. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. It's gonna be all right. Now, we appreciate everybody tuning in uh, again. All both of you. Yeah. Thank you. I both know that you. we have, and it's mostly been my fault. Uh, it has been my fault. Uh, we haven't been doing things regularly like we usually do. Uh, Joe and I have been talking a little bit. Uh, maybe trying to change the days, or at least the time frame of the days that we can record the show, and then maybe the problem is Lee is a week, busy so, man. Yeah. I don't do anything, but I don't help with the show. <laughs> if I helped even a little bit, I think we could probably push it out every week pretty easily. Yeah. But um, no, I'm pretty useless. Um, he needed a building. <laughs> yeah. Here we are. Here we are. So uh, you'll see that the background looks different this week a little bit. We're uh, we're kind of changing things up. We've decided to land in, in the building we're in now. So uh, we're going to change some things up of what the, the set looks like. You should really like, use so. that as the backdrop. That's a cool backdrop. Oh, this is going to be the green screen. This will be backdrop. the green screen, and that'll be the normal yeah, side. So. All right. Uh, we just need to, to make some time to, to get everything fixed up and ready to go. So hopefully that'll be done sooner rather than later. <clears throat> but we appreciate everybody tuning in, and we'll see you guys next time. Take care. See you two later. Later. <laughs>